Hi, I'm Emily with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 87, 20 Things My Mama Taught Me. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I first want to say happy Mother's Day to all of you out there. You guys make my world go round. I love thinking about you. I love serving you. Um, I just, you guys are so great. You send me the sweetest, most amazing messages. Um, The idea that I'm in your ear while you're on a run or that you tell your husband something I said just really like warms my heart and makes me do a happy dance. I just can't even tell you how much you guys mean to me. So I'm happy flipping Mother's Day. (laughs) I am excited to be um, on here today. I did a podcast already today for this Friday, and then I realized it's Mother's Day. And I actually have been waiting a full year because last Mother's Day, I wanted to do a podcast and share some of the amazing wisdom that my mom shared with me. And I wanted to share that with you guys. So it is midnight and I am recording another podcast for you. And it is 20 things my mama taught me. And I have a lot of fun stories. I won't try not to get too carried away, but if you love listening to my crazy stories and, um, you know, hearing about my past, then this is the podcast for you. Um, before I dive in, I want to read a review from one of you. This is from fair, fair J 78 and it's titled mind reader. And they said, Emily is amazing. It's like, she knows exactly where you're at with your mindset and what's stopping you. She instructs and edifies you while lifting you up instead of belittling or looking down on you. No matter your circumstances, she can help with her knowledge and compassion. Wow. Thank you. That's amazing. I, I feel honored that you feel that way. Um, I am, yeah, again, just so excited to be here with you guys. You guys, if you leave a review like this one, or even a review of something you didn't like, or a thought you had really any review, um, it helps people find the podcast. So if somebody's out there looking for a podcast to help them with depression or anxiety or their mood, or their mother, Um, your reviews will help, um, iTunes and other podcast apps show it to them. So if you have not had a chance yet, just scroll down and you will find a link that says write a review. And it's a tiny little purple link underneath the reviews. Um, and I would so appreciate that you guys. And if you want to, you can send me a screenshot of that with your home address and you can title that email giveaway, and I will send you a little coaching booklet in the mail for free. I would love to do that. So, um, you can email it to me at limitlessfemale at gmail.com. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, also yesterday, you guys, the, um, enrollment opened for my brand new course called the 
coaching genomics experience. And I am so excited about how this program has turned out. It is truly going to be the pivotal point to change your health. So if you feel like you've been playing whack-a-mole with your symptoms, uh, depression, anxiety, chronic pain, stomach issues, migraines, Hashimoto's, if you feel like you've been playing whack-a-mole or you feel like you're doing a guessing game of medication, then this might be the program for you. Okay. So if this at all piques your interest, you need to scroll down and you need to click the link and go to the page where you sign up because there is a video on there. It is the replay to the informational call that we did yesterday. Okay. And enrollment opened yesterday, but just until tonight at midnight, if you decide to snag one of those four or five spots, you will also get three additional one-on-one coaching sessions with me. Okay. This is a huge value because usually my one-on-one coaching program, it is 12 weeks, but it's six sessions, but this is three sessions for free on top of the entire program. And the program includes your epigenetic testing, you know, uh, habit method, wellness. They are going, she's going to be interpreting your testing and giving you all kinds of information to help you create your own health protocol. And I'm going to be coaching you on the other weeks. So it really is a mind blowing program. That's really going to change your health. And I brought it to you because these are the two things that really, really did help me with my depression. Um, and some chronic symptoms that came on, you know, between 2020 and now. So if you guys are interested and you want to learn more, scroll down, click the link, the coaching nutri- or genomics experience informational webinar. If you click on it, it takes you to the signup page, but on that signup page, there is a video of our replay. So you can learn all about the coaching program, who it's for, who it's not for, how much it is, how long it lasts, all that jazz. Okay. I cannot wait to see you guys in there. I hope you grab one of those five spots and, um, I have a feeling the demand will be high. So if we do run out of spots, Um, we may think about opening up another group maybe in the future. So check in on that, but let me tell you about my mom. My mom is Kathleen Kanani Chalmers. That is her maiden name. And, um, Kanani means the beautiful one. And it is a Hawaiian name because her dad actually grew up when he was little on Oahu. So we have some Hawaiian heritage there. His parents, um, owned this big plantation home in Hawaii, which is now like a subsidized housing with lots of families living in it. But, um, and then he worked for, helped run CNH sugar. And I probably getting a lot of these facts wrong, but, um, my mom was the youngest of eight kids super spunky. People called her jazzy Kathy because she just had her own style. Um, she would sing with all of her siblings in church. So even as a very, very little girl, she was learning harmonies. Um, she's just a really neat person. She loves colors and just makeup and plants and being loud and crazy. And I owe a lot of who I am to her. I mean, everything, right? But she's my mom. So I wanted to tell you guys a few things that she taught me since you don't get to have Jazzy Kathy in your life. So number one, the power of prayer. 
My mom used to teach me that for the littlest things, Heavenly Father cares. And that was a huge lesson for me that you could pray for something as simple as missing a textbook. And I remember one time I could not find my textbook. And if I couldn't, it was going to cost me $40 to replace it. And so I remember thinking my mom would tell me to pray because Heavenly Father even cares about us missing a textbook. And I kneeled down to pray and I literally stood up, walked over to the corner, lifted up a shirt, and my book was right underneath that shirt. Um, and that memory is solidified in me that prayer is real, it works, and Heavenly Father cares about the tiniest details of our life. Um, she taught me, number two, that people don't need to be everything to be really significant in your life. She used to always tell me some friends are fun friends and some friends are the friends you tell everything to. And some friends are the ones that you laugh with. And some friends are the ones that you tell very serious things to, right? But maybe they don't crack up with you. And that was so important because I stopped thinking yeah, I kind of like this thing about this friend, but she's kind of boring. Or I kind of like this thing about this friend, but she doesn't like sports like I like. And I started looking for what is so awesome about this person that I need in my life. And I remember really branching out with my friendships and I stopped feeling that scarcity around no one is like me. No one's as silly as me. No one's as weird as me. And I started appreciating like, oh, this is the friend who I relate to about my love for photography. Or this is the friend that is really good at hearing me out or keeping my secrets or, um, or being compassionate towards me. So that was such an amazing lesson for me. Um, my mom taught me, number three, self-confidence. Before I left the house, my mom would tell me to put my fist up in the air and just say out loud, I rock. She'd say that. Just say it. You rock. You rock. You just say it. <laughs> and she was always like that, right? She's like, be a light, shine your light. Like you rock, Emily. Tell me out loud. You rock. Um, so self-confidence for sure. Number four, how to comfort my kids. One of my favorite things that my mom always did growing up is I remember like being very emotional and crying and maybe complaining about a sibling being mean to me and hugging her. And instead of her telling me who was wrong or who was right, or, you know, maybe that I'm being overly emotional, she would always say, are you just kind of having a hard day? And I just remember that being the most um, loving and compassionate thing she could say. And it provided me with so much relief because I felt like I didn't need a good reason and I didn't need to feel bad for being so emotional. Just, are you just having a hard day? Like she gave me an excuse to just be emotional. And I think maybe that's one of the reasons that I have this ability and this desire to help people kind of normalize their emotions and stop feeling so much shame over being emotional. Um, number six, she taught me that being sensitive is a gift. She taught me that being sensitive is a gift. She would tell me that all the time, that 
like being sensitive, having depression means I'm sensitive, I'm sensitive to others and that it was a gift. Number seven, um, she taught me to make the best of my circumstances. You guys have heard many, many times that I struggled when I moved to Texas and, you know, before that it was California and I liked California, but also, you know, it was different. And before that we lived in DC. Um, and that was kind of hard. <laughs> we didn't know anybody. There were, you know, subway, I was really scared to use, um, and the bus system. But every time my mom came to visit me at those new locations, she would spend all day when we were driving around, just pointing out how neat it is to live there. Like, oh my gosh, this is so neat. There's like museums everywhere. This is so fun. And in Texas, it was, wow, you guys have so many rivers and things to do. Like, oh my gosh, look at that cute little house. Like, this is such a neat area. Like, all I was thinking was, there's so many power lines and there's so many new builds. And my mom's like, what a neat area. There's so many neat families. Oh my gosh, you guys are only 45 minutes from the temple. This is so amazing. Um, she really taught me to see the best in your circumstance. Number eight, she taught me how to swaddle my babies. My mom taught me how to swaddle my babies into a very firm burrito. Those babies did not get out. Okay. And I thank her for many, many hours of extra sleep. <laughs> um, she taught me that my husband was a hunk. Okay. I have to go back and say, I knew he was a hunk, but my mom, when I brought him to Lake Powell before he even had gone on his mission, he was super tan and we shaved his head. And I remember him telling her, telling me like, wow, like Jason's like really good looking. I'm like, I know he is mom. And so we always joke that she has such a crush on my husband. And then one time when we were at my mom, my parents' house and we were going to say goodbye to them. I dared Jason, my husband to kiss my mom on the cheek. And so he went in to give her a hug goodbye and then kiss her on the cheek. And right when he went to kiss her on the cheek, she turned her head smiling at him and they based, he basically kissed her teeth. And so we always joke that Jason had kissed my teeth, my mom's teeth. And that's the only kiss he's ever going to get from my mom. <laughs> so thank you, mom, for, for loving my husband, maybe as much as I do. My mom taught me number nine, not to waste the waiting. Um, she endures with happiness. Okay. When we talk about enduring to the end and holding on, man, she doesn't waste the waiting. She's been through a lot of hard things. I mean, I, I don't even think I could begin because there's so many things that I've seen her come out of, but never has she wasted the waiting. Has she sat and waited for a trial to pass? She learns, she grows, she connects, she makes plans. Um, and she moves forward even when things are really, really hard. And she moves forward with a smile on her face always. So she does not waste the waiting. Um, number 10, she taught me to love plants. My mom has plants everywhere in the house. And I've noticed as I've gotten older that my house 
that I just built tends to look a lot like the one that we had when I was growing up and that I keep accumulating plants, 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 plants everywhere. And my eclectic like style of my house is very similar to my mom's. I really like that eclectic style. So I get that from her. Number 11, she taught me how to be stylish. I really think I have to give my mom credit for anything stylish that I wear. I think if it were up to me, I'd be in sweatpants and a high bun and a t-shirt every day. But my mom had so much style just in her pinky finger. And she'd be like, Oh, put this together with this and this. And I know that it was from her because every time I would have a baby, I felt like I had lost myself. Like I'd get done with nine months of pregnancy, just wearing these clothes that I literally wanted to burn because I wore like just three outfits over and over and over those last four months because I was so huge, so uncomfortable, nothing looked cute, so sick. Um, and so by the time I had the baby, I literally did not know like how to do my makeup, what to wear again. Like, what is my style? What's in? I just felt like I had, I wasn't young anymore, even though, you know, I was like 22 and then 26 these are not old numbers, but once you've had a kid and you guys understand it ages you. <laughs> so my mom would come in town and take me to Mac and she would tell them to do my makeup. And she always reassures me like, no, 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 it looks really good. Right. And she'd take me shopping and just like always help me get my groove back. I think about the movie, how Stella got a groove back. My mom helped Emily get her groove back. Okay. Number 12, I have to keep writing these down, you guys, so I don't forget which one I'm on. Um, she taught me that chicken noodle soup is more than chicken noodle soup. Um, these past couple years, I have had some trying times because I was not familiar with, with any kind of, you know, chronic illness or pain other than depression, but I, I kind of had it under pretty good control for, you know, until the last couple of years. And, um, the other day I started crying to my husband and I said, I just want my mom. Like I started thinking about her chicken noodle soup and the big homemade noodles and thinking how I have never in my life made fresh homemade chicken noodle soup for any of my kids. And I'm talking like even the chicken stock is made from her boiling the chicken bones from a rotisserie and making the chicken stock. And then she would make the dough and roll out these big, th thick noodles. And we would have this amazing chicken noodle soup. And I was craving the chicken noodle soup. And then I started crying because I was like, I miss my mom. <laughs> I just want my mom. Okay. Number 13. Um, she taught me everything that made me realize I was meant to be a life coach. When I was younger, I would constantly counsel my friends about all kinds of things. And I remember often being told by friends, you should be a counselor. You have such good advice. And right away, my thought was, it's because my mom gives me so much good advice. She had so many good isms and so much just great advice. And so I was often be told that I should be a counselor. And then when I was in college, my first thought was I want to be a social worker. But then I've told you guys before that my fear was, Oh my gosh, how can I be a social worker and like 
manage my own emotions. That just felt like too much. Um, and so I didn't, I didn't go into social work, but I think that's why when I found life coaching, it was like the heavens opened because I had been prepared for that my whole life. Um, my mom is just such a great advice giver. Um, let's see, that's number 14. She taught me to love fitness. Okay. My whole life, my mom has been waking up at 8am and hitting the gym. Okay. Even when you wore those leotards over your leggings and they were like a thong in the back, she was there (laughs) even then. (laughs) And she didn't miss and she did hard things. I think she did like a 35 mile run or something like that. Um, she's just awesome. I think she ran, I think she started just running like a mile every day to lose weight after, you know, she had kids, but this was in like Utah and Colorado running in the snow. I think she has a story about running away from coyotes. Like my mom's just a beast and she always exercises. So my mom taught me to love fitness and I used to be a fitness instructor and a fitness competitor. So I think that definitely was something my mom gave me. My mom gave me a love for high ponytails. Okay. My mom, my whole life, she would hop in the car, have her workout clothes on, pull her hair in a really high ponytail and put one of those big wide clips on it and have her hair in this like crazy high ponytail clipped in. And I just remember loving her ponytail, like just thinking it was so cute and like fun. And I don't know why, but to me, it just embodies like morning routine, get going, you know, like I just love high ponytails. Okay. (laughs) She taught me number 16 to play with my kids. My mom was not somebody who shut down play. She was not super serious. Um, one time we were painting signs for a family reunion that was coming up that we were going to be putting in front of our campsites. And all I remember is that we kind of started using this acrylic paint to paint on my mom, like on her legs. And she was in her classic outfit, sports bra and workout shorts because it was so hot in Arizona and she was always working out. And we started painting on her and she let us just go crazy. We literally covered her whole body head to toe in little designs. Um, and we have a picture of her and I will never forget that memory of her covered in paint and just being so carefree and always available to play with us. Number 17, she taught me that being strong is cool. Every time my brother would come in the kitchen and like mess with my mom or say something, my mom would be like, get over here. Like, are you serious? I'm going to take you down. (laughs) She would always challenge my brother to an arm wrestling match, you guys. And she never would lose. She would always win. And it was very important to her that she always win. And she's not very big. You guys, my mom is this tiny little, like five, three, you know, woman, but she was always super strong and always beat my brother. So she taught me that it's cool to be strong. My mom taught me that friends come and go, but family is forever. And even if your, if your friends are your family, I think it still applies. But when I would struggle with friends in junior high or high school, she would always remind me that it's amazing to love our friends, but family is forever. Like those are, they're always going to be there. 
and not to worry. Like you can always lean back on family. And my family has always been that way. We didn't get along perfectly all the time. We were just like any other family. We fought. But I remember on Sundays sitting together on the church pews and like having our arms around each other, chatting with each other. There was a real connection and love there. And there still is. We love each other. Um, and we care deeply for each other. So she really fostered that in us. Um, number 19, she taught me to mourn with those that mourn because of my mom. I cry when people cry. And one of the most compassionate moments was when I was telling my mom something and I was crying and I remember, and my mom starts crying and she just, I know she is so empathetic that she feels for me. If I start crying, she starts crying. And I just think that's like the sweetest, most amazing, um, trait to be able to mourn, especially with your kids in that way. And number 20, um, she taught me that being an adult is overrated. My mom will scream at the top of her lungs when she sees her grandkids she will lift up her shirt and talk with her belly button. Hopefully this is not TMI mom. Okay. But you should be proud. My mom will burp the word eyeball. Okay. To make a child laugh. And I love this about her because she does not try to be anybody else. She lives for the person sitting across from her to make them laugh to make them feel loved, to make them feel welcome, to make them feel at ease or relief, whatever she thinks the person across from her needs, she lives for that person. Um, and, and does not try to be cool <laughs> or adultish. Okay. She's not walking around adulting my mom. No, she is walking around loving life and loving on people. That is literally her goal in life. And so if you don't have a mom who can burp the ABCs or the word eyeball, don't feel bad. Um, I, you can borrow my mom for a day. You can borrow, um, Kathleen Kanani Chalmers and I love her to pieces, mom. I love you. And I love all of you women and hope you guys have an amazing mother's day. And you make a list this year of 20 things that you think your kids might say, that you are teaching them because I promise you this was just, just a very, this was, took me five minutes to think of all these things. And so I guarantee you, you are leaving your kids with so many amazing lessons and you don't even realize it. You're amazing mothers. And I hope you guys have an amazing mother's day. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to limitlessfemalecoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.